Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lady Victim Radio. Live with your host, KC Blaze. The hottest show interrupting the airwaves. Hot topics, great music, talent battles, and so much more. On air in one, two, three. everybody, it's your girl, KC Blaze, and I am super excited, as always, about the night's topic. But before we get started, let me introduce you to my amazing co-host. He is the man of the hour. You did a great show on Tuesday. We have Mr. Mm. Santiago in the building. Please say hello. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Hey, everybody. Well, it's been a great night, great holiday. They're looking forward to this great show. All right. So before we get started, let me give the call-in number. It's 914-205-5816. Again, it's 914-205-5816. So tonight we're going to talk about something that always comes up um, pretty much at the end of the year going into a new year, right? This is our take, the Lady Vixen radio show take on New Year's resolution, right? Everybody at the end of the year always start gearing up for the new year, what they plan on doing, what they want to do, what they, they want to accomplish, right? But we want to talk about the steps that it takes to become successful and then using what we call the law of attraction to actually walk into the things that it will it will require for you to do to become, you know, that which you want to become. I'm a huge fan, um, a huge fan of the law of attraction. And a lot of people don't fully understand what that actually looks like, what it means. When you say the law of attraction, I'm going to break it down in as simplest of terms as I can, right? So to people who are religious and who believe in a higher higher, um, power and uh, creative force, the law of attraction would simply be summed up in one word, faith, pretty much, pretty simple. It's the same practice. Um, If you think about the Bible, we're not... Yes, just to believe. So in, in biblical terms, a lot of times, I grew up in the church, right? So you hear people saying faith is the things um, that you haven't seen and to actually believe and trust that it's already done. That's the terminology. It's the same thought process um, as that. Having faith in what it is you want, knowing that you you put it out into the universe, you put it out there, and you expect that it will come back to you. And that is what the law of attraction is, putting things out into the universe and expecting it to come back. The thing about that, though, is with the law of attraction, it's a lot of vibration and frequency, and it incorporates how you feel about things. And, you know, um, all of those things, what you think about predominantly, 
on a day-to-day basis. And it can either, you can be blocking yourself or you can um, be allowing yourself to grow, right? So I have a question for you, Santiago, and I think you'll be able to answer this relatively mm-hmm. easy. Have you ever, like, thought about a person that you may have known in your past, right, and you think about them, like, man, I wonder what they're up to. I wonder what they're doing. And all of a sudden, you either run across them or they reach out to you or somehow your past cross, and it's, like, so, like, wow, I just was thinking about you the other day. Has that ever occurred mm-hmm. or happened for you? Right? It's like it does all the time, yes. Yes, okay. all the time. That- Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, that is, you've been practicing the law of attraction. You don't realize it. Um, you just think it's oh, just really? a happenstance. Yeah. You think it's a happenstance. Oh, I just thought, it, you thought, about this I thought, it, was, I thought yeah. it was something else. You know what you think it was? Coincidence? Oh, no, I just I just thought it was my uh, my magic stick mm. that, you know, every once in a while I realize oh. what they were missing. You know what? <laughs> And just so happened you thought about it, you, you waved the magic stick, and all of a sudden they arrived. I get there it. There you go. It ain't happened, but I understand you. I, I appreciate that you would say such a thing. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Now, how about this? What is interesting, I'll give you a quick story for me. I had a girlfriend that I went to school with, and we separated Obviously, because when you, you finish school, you move on, life happens. You make families and have kids and find careers and all that stuff. And I always wondered, like, I wonder what happened to her. And, like, as soon as social media started, like, becoming a thing and becoming popular, I would, like, occasionally search for her. And she was never on any social media sites, almost never at all. I never could find her. So I put it out. Right. A couple months ago, like, man, I really wonder what happened to her. I wish I could at least at least talk to her or hear from her or see her. And come to find out, right, I, at the the job that I, I currently work full time, I, <laughs> I was, it was like around 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And basically, long story short, I'm waiting for the elevator. The elevator door is open. There's a guy and a girl on the elevator. And um, I'm telling, she's pressing the buttons. The girl's near the, the button, and she says, "Oh, where are you going? You know, what button? You know, floor." So I said, um, "Home, please." So she was looking. What made it funny was that she's looking at the at the keys on the elevator, like where's the home button, right? <laughs> and I was, I started laughing because I think I confused her, right? So then she looks up, and I said is that you? Like, it was her. It was literally the girl that I've been thinking about for, like, years, a crazy amount of years, right? Like, 20 years I've been looking for her, 20, 20, 20, between 20 and 22 years. And I'm like, is that you? And I say her name. She looks up, and she's like, oh, my God, you know, and come to find out. This is the, the crazier thing. For the past year, we've been working one floor up. She, she works on the floor above mine the exact same space mm. above me. For one whole year, we've been wow. working in the same building and never ran across each other until that day. And it was weird because, like, a couple of weeks before, I was like, I wonder what happened to her. I thought about it, and here she goes in the building. Right. And I'm like, how freaking weird is that? 
You know what I mean? So all of that to bring us to the law of Mm. attraction and how it works. And I wanted to give a simple example so that you could see that you practice the law of attraction almost frequently without even realizing Mm -hmm. that you're doing. Okay. Right. What about attracting other things, though, uh, other than like past relationships or friends or something like that? That's also applies to the law of the attraction as well, right? I, I believe that we attract everything into our life, and we don't realize it. Both good and bad, we, we attract it. Um, sometimes when we're invading relationships, we will sit and be like, I keep getting the same type of person. I keep attracting the same type of person, right? It's a new face, but it's the same person. Um, That is the law of attraction. And the reason you're attracting that is because you're probably putting out into the universe all of the things you don't want. So you might be describing your ex, right? Oh, I don't want this person to be selfish, and they're not going to be this. and And you're basically describing to the universe the person you don't want, and you're heavily thinking about, all of the don't want, and you don't realize you're attracting the don't want. That's what you're attracting to yourself. Right. You're not putting out what you want. And what you want does not mean saying, oh, I don't want him to be this way. No, because that's I don't want energy that you're putting out into the universe. You're putting that energy out, right? So the I want, you have to speak in definitive terms. So how do we become successful? Now, success could mean a multitude of things to different people. Success, you might have money, so you want to become successful in love. You may want to become successful in your finances. You may want to become successful in your dreams and career and aspirations. How do you use the law of attraction to attract that? I actually have one more example, if you don't mind, Santiago. I don't. So I watched an episode. I, I don't know if you've ever watched The Secret. Have you ever even heard of The Secret? <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, not, not any naughty secrets. But like, have you heard of the actual secret, the documentary? Yes, I have. Okay. All right. So you, if you've heard of the documentary, The Secret, is basically a bunch of people who have accomplished and achieved some form of success in their life. Um and they're talking about the secret, right? So I I occasionally over throughout the past year since I've heard of the secret, which is basically telling you about the law of attraction, how it works, what how to use it. Um every time I watch the documentary The Secret, I walk away saying I'm I've affirmed to myself that I'm going to obtain something that I want, right? So this one particular time, a couple months ago, I said, I want, I'm going to attract money to myself, right? Right after I watched it. So I go to bed, wake up, alarm wakes me up, 6 o'clock in the morning, and then I get a message from Cash App that I got $120 sent to me. And I wasn't expecting any money, um, but it was a person who borrowed money um, weeks and weeks before that just decided yeah to pay me back, right? That's 6 o'clock in the morning. All right. So I'm like, yo, it's working, right? Okay, no problem. That might have just been random chance, you say? Okay. Um, so yeah. then I'm, I'm in the car. I'm driving to work, and a friend of mine calls. And the friend is like, hey, 
I have somebody here who wants to talk to you. They are trying to um, publish a book, and they need assistance. And I talk to the person. They're like, well, I just need you to do maybe some formatting, a little bit of editing. Um, how much do you charge? So I said, listen, I'll do it. I charge more, but I will do this for my friend. I'll charge you 600 And they said, can you imagine, how do you want me to send it, through PayPal or through Cash App? Mm. No, wait a minute. Okay. Right? All, all, this is all in the same morning, right? Mm-hmm. So then, crazy enough, so I'm like, okay, now that's, that's, that's what? We're up to what, $770 right now, all in one morning? Mm-hmm. About, yeah. okay. So I get to work. Yeah. yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm at work. I'm like, all right, well, this is really working out, right? Um, I get to work. Um, a friend of mine reaches out, and they're like, how are you? And they're talking to me through text, and they're like, oh, I have something for you. And I'm like, oh, okay, what is it? They sent me $60 in Cash App. Cash App was popping this day. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. Um, <laughs> they sent me dollars, right? And I'm like, yo, what is happening? But I spoke to the universe, and I said, I am attracting money to myself. And I believed it. I didn't know how it was coming to me. I didn't know how immediate it was going to happen, but I knew that I wanted to attract money to myself, okay? So they go on. So that was that day. Now, a, a day later, the next day, right, um, which is interesting, the next day I get a text from a friend of mine, oh, my God, let me tell you what happened. I'm like, what? They're like, I was waiting and waiting for my re- tax return and, it finally came. And I'm like, oh, well, congratulations. You know, I'm celebratory with them. And I get a cash app message that they sent me $500. This person don't send what? me money. <laughs> Why? I didn't ask them, but they felt blessed and they wanted to bless me. And mm. I didn't ask them for it. I didn't ask to borrow nothing, to hold nothing. Um. So basically, within that two-day time frame, within a week of me looking, not, not even a week, within a couple of days of me saying I'm attracting money to myself, I think I attracted $1,200 to myself that week outside of my regular paycheck, right? The power of putting stuff out there and believing that it will come back to you. I cannot tell you how many times I have used the law of attraction, and the thing about me and what it means to me to be successful in that, even in that, was that I had a childlike belief that it would happen. Now, let me ask you something, Santiago. Do you, I'm sure, you know, you have a son, right? So I'm sure you know that when children are little, what do they do with their parents? Do you think a child worries about how you're going to feed them? Yeah, of course. They worry about they that? Think. You sure? You what think? You mean they do worry you think about how they're going to feed them? Like, for example, if a child says, if your son looks at a little kid and say, Dad, I'm hungry, do you think he's worried that you'll be able to provide? Or do you think that child oh, no. tells you they're hungry and they expect you to feed them? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, in saying that, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
to operate in the law of attraction is to have a childlike expectation. Children do okay. not think about when they say they want something, even if you tell them, okay, like, for example, if he comes to you and say, Dad, I really want this bike, right? Now, he didn't put a time frame on when he wants the bike, right? He doesn't know what you got to go through to get the bike. So in a way, you are the universe. The child put the expectation out, put the request out into the universe, which is you, right? Just for you to wrap your mind around it, right? They put the expectation out there that they want this bike. Now they have this expectation, okay, that they have the bike. They just have to wait for you to get it to, get it to them. Like it's, it's crazy when you slow down to think about how kids operate, right? They just have this blind expectation that you'll do it. And even if you say, I can't get it for you now, but when I can, you'll have it. They are fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yes right. or no? Kids are totally yeah, fine true. with that answer. They are fine. Yeah. So why is it that adults in our adult stage of life, what do we do to sabotage what we want? We'll say, oh, man, I want the perfect partner. But then you're walking around. First of all, you're still messing around with people who are no good for you. You're involving yourself and tying yourself and intermingling with people that are no good for you. You say, oh, I'm looking for my forever. The whole time, you're tangled up in your past. You're tangled up with the not not right for you. You're tangled up with all of this stuff, right? And then and or you're so bitter from your previous situation that you're blocking it by mentally saying, you know what, I ain't never going to find nobody you know, life is everybody playing games. So now all you keep needing is people who are playing. Um, everything you're doing, basically, is because of the way you're thinking. You're, hold, you're, you're operating from a place of not taking people serious, right? And you're, you're putting that energy out there, you know? So there's still the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Law mm-hmm. Of, tra- uh, of attraction is that's uh, it's basically in correlation of what you of your thoughts. But you're saying in for successes and for things that are your things that you're not being successful with. So you're you're saying also and and I, and I'm just I'm just putting this out there so you can kind of uh, I, I pretty much have my idea my answer too, but or my thoughts about it, but your attraction also is like what you were saying earlier, talking about you're already really doing this sometimes without even thinking is that you're also, you also can attract good, bad things as well. Is that right? Absolutely. And we do it all the time and we don't realize that we're doing it all the time. We'll walk around and say stuff like parents say this to their children all the time. The child will ask for something. And the, the parents are like, I don't have no money for that. I'm broke. We do that all the time. All the time. Mm. We will constantly put out there that we're broke. Or or we'll say stuff like, you know how many bills I have? <laughs> we don't realize it, though. We don't realize that that's what we're doing. 
You know what I mean? And then we'll say, oh, I don't, I never got, I, I, I don't have no money for that. I don't have enough money for that. Oh, I can't get that because I, I don't, I can't afford it. We're constantly putting that energy around ourselves. Can't afford, mm. don't have, can't get, um, I'm broke. We're doing that all the time to ourselves. Sometimes you know what I thought you Mm-hmm. No, but sometimes don't you do that to kind of motivate yourself to do better? I don't know. I, I don't. I, everybody is different, right? So I can't say. It still doesn't. You can motivate yourself, but guess what? You're still putting that energy out and saying what you don't have, right? All you have is bills. All I got is bills. So though you're you're you might be motivated. You might be working three jobs. You could be working four jobs. I don't know, right? But you're always broke, yeah. and you don't know why. Four jobs and you're broke? You're definitely not doing well, something right. Well, I'm just saying, because if you sit there and you think you already got something, then you won't strive to get more. So what I'm saying is there's mm-hmm. also there's also kind of I reversal to that. because No, there's kind of a reversal to that in the sense that people say that they're hungry or they're starving, like in, in, in whatever field they're in, because they're striving to get more or striving to do better, to get more, eventually that will get more if you do. I I feel like this. I feel, I hear what you're saying. But I feel like, speaking, example, if you're saying, right, oh, I'm rich, you know right now in your bank account you don't have riches, right? It's not adding up to what you believe Mm -hmm. about yourself, Right? So now you know, you're looking at the realization, the realization of today is that you don't have money in your bank account that, that equates riches, right? However, you know that you're, you want to get there. Now you open up your mind right. and open up your, your opportunities for growth and for opportunities and things to come. Sometimes when I say, and I had to learn this, I wasn't being very specific. I used to say all the time, I am a, I, I say, I am a multimillionaire, right? And then every time I say, and I'm like, I, I have to walk into my money. Now, in saying that, right, every time I claim, proclaim multimillionaire status, you know what occurs? And I think, Santiago, you, you know uh, more than most what occurs. Mm-hmm. What occurs for me is this. Um. I get a a multi-million dollar idea almost Mm. all the time. Every time I say I'm a millionaire, I'm a a multi-millionaire, I get a new crazy big idea. And the way my brain operates is that it it does not um, give me ideas where I have to invest a lot in the front. A lot of my ideas are given to me in a way that is minimal investment up front, with a great return of investment on the back end. You understand what I'm saying? So I had to start learning that when I say things like I am a multimillionaire, I start expecting to get multimillion dollar ideas. Now I have to start putting into practice and, and aligning, you know what? I am grateful for the wisdom on how to get me to my multi-million dollar. You see what I'm saying? 
So I hear what yeah. you're saying, and sometimes you might think it's a reverse psychology almost of saying that you're broke um, to help motivate you. But some people say they're broke and they stay broke and they stay there and they don't move forward. <laughs> but at the same time, you don't want to attract brokenness to yourself um, because even though you're working all of these jobs and you're motivating, you're hungry, now you don't even have time to put into practice what you need to to accomplish anything because you're working all of these jobs to pay all of this debt that you keep saying that you have. You understand? Right. Um, yeah. Another thing I, I about them. Mm-hmm. No, I believe there's got to be an energy and a vibe that you bring out. Like I always used to uh, um, go with the belief that, you know, one of the sayings is you want to be treated like a king, you have to act like a king. So if you do certain things and you carry yourself in that manner, if you carry mm-hmm. yourself like you are successful, then you will be successful. That energy okay. that you exude by carrying yourself that way will attract those individuals that also are successful or those individuals that want success. So somehow that energy and that vibe that, that you can bring out if you really believe uh, deep down in your heart, in your mind, and, 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 and it also connects to your spirit, that you really feel like that, that you will attract that. Absolutely. And think about it. If you are trying to go somewhere in life, you have to be mindful of who you're aligning yourself with. Are you around a bunch of time vampires? Are you around people who um, are negative thinkers, who are very pessimistic, who don't think the world is filled with anything good, um, who's low-key jealous, who will throw shade, they toss shade your way all the time. Um, If you give them an idea or tell them or share your ideas, they shoot you down, even if they don't believe in it, they'll shoot you down. Um, And another thing, are you surrounded by dreamers? That's a huge one. Um, I want to play a quick commercial. We're going to come back because being mm-hmm. surrounded by dreamers is something I really want to talk about because I think a lot of us are surrounded by people who are dreamers, and we don't realize how they are keeping you suspended in this dreamlike state and not get, getting mm-hmm. you there. So, yes, and that's scary. Um, we're going to play a quick right. song, and we'll be back in just a moment.
because I got a broke nigga trying to buy me a chick. But because I got my own, and I control my phone, and I don't need a whack yet, too, trying to show me what it gets. Because I got my own. It's not the clothes that make me It's not the ride that you drive in. It's not the ice cream on your wrist. You can't buy me because I got my own shit, yeah. I need a man that treats me like a lady. I'm not a toy, so why you trying to play me? If you really want to talk to me, you got to learn a little R.E.S.E. Rappers, singers, new artists, need exposure? Get your music heard on the hottest radio station that hit the airwaves. Drop an email to LadyVixenRadio at gmail.com for affordable rates. And we are back. It's your girl, Casey Blaze, and Mr. Santiago. We're both in the building. Yes, right here. And... Today we're talking about how to become successful using the law of attraction to attract more of what you want. Our call-in number is 914-205-5816. If you'd like to share your law of attraction story, if you'd like to share a dream, a hope, a desire that you have for the 2020 new year, um, give us a call. Share. Let us know. Um, So getting back to what I stated, right? about mm-hmm. being surrounded by dreamers, okay? Um, I have people that I know, right, um, who will have, that I've known for years, and I mean years, that have had the same exact dream. And never once, every time I talk to them, every couple of years we might reach out, and they're still talking about the same dream. They've not accomplished. They've not done anything toward the dream. It's just a dream. And it keeps them in this dreamlike state. Um, and they're stuck in this dream. That's where they are, in the dream. And yeah. it's always interesting to me because every time I talk to them, I'll have shared a dream of mine. And then the next time I talk to them, I'm like, yeah, and I did it, and I did this, and I did that, right? 
So every time I right. talk to them, I've done a few of the dreams that I spoke to them about. Hmm. And they're still stuck in that same one dream. Why is it important not to be I wrote a, a motivational speech once that, that said, and a lot of people thought I was extreme when I said it, but I said it's, it's time to kill the dreamer so that the doer can show up. And I don't mean mm. kill the dreamer in the sense of not dreaming anymore, right? right? But some of us have had the same dream for so long that your friends, your family, hell, your pet, they can tell you. Your goldfish could tell you what your dream is. You understand what I'm saying? Because they've heard it a million and one times. Right. Okay? Mm. And now, in saying that, you stay in a dreamlike state. Have you ever looked, if you look up the word daydreaming or dream, it literally is telling you to be suspended in a dreamlike state, to be stuck in a space, basically, to be asleep. So basically, dreamers will never see a dream realized. Why? Because in order for them to see their dream, they stay and they have to be asleep. You got to sleep to see your dream. However, <laughs> if you are a doer, allow the doer to show up, to take the dreamer to where he needs to go. The dreamer did his job, right? The dreamer and you have already done, they, you've already done the work as a dreamer. You realize the dream, you, you saw it, you see it, you visualize it, you touched it in your sleep, you touched it. Now it's time to pass off like they do in the races, right? You pass the baton to the doer so that the doer can show up and allow you to see the dream in real life, in real time, to be able to touch it, make it tangible to yourself. Right. And a lot of us I'm are stuck in a dreamlike state. I would always say don't dream, you visualize. Right. So, and I have a couple comments I want to read because I, I like what these two guys said. Um, and it goes right into what we were talking what we're talking about. And I guess, you know, from their perspective. So one is a guy named, uh, call himself T.O. from Cleveland. Mm. He says early on he believed this and it led him to strive hard for his goals. Once in his mind, he truly believed he can he could uh he couldn't think of any anything else. So when you truly believe, you don't know any other way and success is inevitable. Right. Um Kane from Tennessee said, Visualize. Really see the success. I would force my dreams from my thoughts and how I saw myself includes mind, body and spirit and career. Absolutely. Mm. I, like I feel that. like yeah, think about that. Um, one of the steps, right, that you can take toward becoming successful in 2020 is I'm a fan of vision boards. I don't know if you know what a vision board is, but I'm a super huge fan of getting a cork board, right, hanging it up in a space that you can see it, and cutting out, if you have to, imagery of what you want. So if it's a beautiful luxury car, find the car you want in magazine, wherever, cut it out, put it on your vision board. If it's um, the love of your life, cut out two happy people and a couple, whatever, 
um, and put it on your vision board. If it's a, a beautiful body, whatever it is, you cut those things out, allow yourself to see them, right? Because now you have something, a basis in which to look forward to. I remember a story where Jim Carrey stated that he wrote himself, as a poor comedian, he wrote himself a check for $10 million, and he carried it around in his wallet, okay, until Jim Carrey made his first $10 million in a movie, right? And then later, he made more millions of dollars, right? The man is dirty rich, okay? And then when his father passed away, he buried the check with his dad. I thought that was the most beautiful story mm, in the sense yeah. that he, he carried around a check that he knew, he just knew that one day he would be able to cash that check. He knew it with right. everything in him. He carried it around as a reminder that one day I'm going to cash this check. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so his millions found him. Now, to become successful is not just putting it out into the universe and just expecting it to occur, you see. Um, because even though, what do children do? I'm going to resort, revert back to kids because I think they are the perfect example of this, right? So I think it's so amazing with kids, right? So I'll go back to that bicycle. Your kid comes and they ask you for a bike, right? What do kids do? They, they start playing a game of what? Pretend. That's the beauty of kids. They can find amusement in the little things. But what do kids do? They ask you for the bike, and next thing you know, they're in their mind. They're riding that bike in their mind. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're, play, they're literally taking themselves on yeah. trips their mind. Okay? Um, and they believe mm-hmm. that they got the bike. They don't realize, they don't care about, about not having it so much as they just know it's coming. They expect it to be there. When it, when it gets there, they tell themselves, and they even talk about it. Talk to a little kid when they say they want something, and, and I've had my nieces do it. They'll sit, they'll sit and say stuff like, when I bike, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be riding here. I'm going to be go." They talk as if they have the bike already. Do they not? Mm. Have you ever heard a child talk about stuff they want? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Then they talk about it like they already have it. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, my, my daddy, my mommy, they're going to get me my bike. And, and you'll ask them, well, when are you going to get it? I don't know, but they said they're going to get it. And then I'm going to get my bike and I'm going to go here. I'm going to ride my bike over. They do that all the time. Yeah. They do it all the it time. It does work. And what happens? It definitely it does. It does work. The child then what? A- get the bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, even for myself, I could I could just think back. Of so many times mm-hmm. I really wanted something bad and it did come. Like I've always wanted to be sexy and I'm sexy as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, I've always wanted to be what women always dreamed of and that's what I am. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I really, you know, really um, visualized myself as mm-hmm. being, you know, uh, mm-hmm. God's gift to women and, you know, mm-hmm. and, it, and, it, and it materialized. It came true. Um, but now, nah, you know, you know all right. Yes, Santiago, a gift to all the women. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm just saying, even with my writing, when I started writing, you know, Mm -hmm. I I had these thoughts of success with writing, and 
you know, I was able to get published. So, you know, right. someone mm-hmm. saw what I was writing, and then, you know, next thing, you know, I was published a lot sooner than I expected. So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, you, you, you know, it's, it's really, really believe in yourself, believe in what you're doing. Uh, a lot of times what you're saying, you know, you using the uh, vision board, writing down uh, your thoughts on, on what you really want to be manifested, in, and it happens. I mean, you know, a lot of these, a lot of the simple things for me, I mean, or the, I ain't going to say simple, but kind of what makes me who I am is that I've always strived to, you know, just, you know, be better, a better person in so many ways, physically, mentally, spiritually. Yeah. And when you really think about it, you can. I mean, and it does happen. It does come to you. The answers come to you, uh, different different ways, different avenues to get those answers, uh, different people that bring you answers, different experiences that help you cultivate, you know, yourself in those ways to, to mm-hmm. make you better or actually lead you to, you know, um, to more answers and, and more solutions for what your, your ultimate goals are for yourself. Of course. And I feel like that's one of the bigger things. We have a caller, but before I let them on, let me say this. I feel like every time I state that I want something um, and I put it out there with the full expectation that it's coming back to me, I open myself up. I open my mind up. I'm open to meeting people. I engage more in conversations. Um I, I literally open myself up to receive what it is I'm asking yeah. for because I've already learned that sometimes what I'm asking for, when I'm saying I'm asking for millions of dollars, I now am aware that my millions of dollars is coming to me, but it's coming to me in the form of a big idea. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So now I have to start saying when I get my big idea, I have to start aligning the rest of my thoughts and, and say, you know what? I got this big idea. I'm so grateful that I got this big million-dollar idea, that my money is coming to me. Now I have to start putting out that I'm attracting the people that's going to help me get to my money. You understand what I'm saying? In that big idea. And that's, I think, a big part of what a lot of us, a lot of us lack. We're not th- when we think, oh, I can't wait to get this, this new car, right? But we don't realize that, you know, we might have met somebody on the street that were really nice and they talk to us and whatever, and we're closed-minded, and we're very short with them, and we're very abrupt, and we're not really friendly. But we don't know if that encounter was because they were linking us to what we needed, to, where we needed to be. You understand what I'm saying? So let me invite caller. Phone number hold on, hold on. Before you do that, I'm a, okay. hold on. Before you do that, I mm-hmm. want to say, I want to say that you did. There's one that you definitely, um, you definitely attracted was you. You wanted an amazing. Uh, amazing, brilliant co-host, and here I am. You know what? I will give you that. I'm gonna. I'm going to to say. <laughs> that, that here, here that I am. I definitely did ask for a co-host. I said I wanted a great co-host, right? And then you know what happened? The what? universe said, "Oh, you want a great? You want a, a co-host who thinks they're great? Got it. Got them here, <laughs> right here." Santiago in the building. Um, <laughs> I'm going to invite caller four four three five four. Hello, caller. Hi. Happy holidays. Hello. Hey. Happy holidays, Happy holiday. Sandra. 
Very familiar voice, Cassandra. <laughs> Hopefully you're liking I, so far. I love what this topic. Doing. I love, 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 love this topic so much. Like, Good. I would have never thought that you would bring this up. I'm like a new, relatively new listener, and I'm so excited that you're talking about this. Oh, my God. Law of attraction is so important. Like, it's been mm-hmm. around forever. One of the things that right. so many religions have in common is the law mm-hmm. of attraction. Like, Buddha mm-hmm. spoke on it. The Bible speaks on it. There are so many right. religions that speak on the law of attraction. It's so important. And I love how you equated it to childlike um, wants versus needs. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people speak from a place of need, which is Absolutely. a position of lack, right? Yeah. And so they attract lack into their life rather mm. than the attracting having into their life. And when you say want, like you're coming from a position of having a purpose for whatever you desire that, mm-hmm. uh, beyond a lack of. So when you say um, – I want to love because I want to share intimacy. That's different than saying I need love because I'm lonely. When you say I mm. need love because I'm lonely, you are in a position right. of lack. And it's a lot, a lot of the reason that people um, don't understand that, even if they don't understand law of attraction, it's working for them. It's, it's physics. I mean, like attracts right. like. So your energy um, is what you attract. Um, when I was little, my mom used to tell us, like I would say, um, I want, you know, I, I need those jeans. And she would say, no, you don't need them. You want them, right? And mm-hmm. uh, ultimately I wouldn't get them <laughs> because it wasn't a need. But if you think about that in terms of the universe, because your energy, you can't speak from a I need position. And so I love how you um, – spoke about visualization um, versus dreaming. I think Santiago spoke to that and about doing away with dreaming and so that you can become a doer. Dreaming is like the gateway to mm-hmm. um, the law of attraction. It just gives you the idea of what you have a purpose for doing. Right. It's and the, the idea thing, of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then the last thing I say, um, a lot of the people who actually do um, benefit from the law of attraction, it's not just because they have a want. They actually live it. They visualize it in their imagination and live mm-hmm. that as if they already have it. So they're already doing all of the actions necessary for it. A dreamer isn't doing that. They're dreaming about something that they don't know yet. If you're visualizing right. something, you already interjected yourself into the middle of it and made a purpose for it in your life and are acting accordingly. So right. you're doing all Absolutely. of the things that you need to do in order for it to manifest. So I love this topic. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cassandra, I want to thank you. I'm going to speak on what you just said really quickly, but I do appreciate you. If you haven't already, hit that follow button to be notified of any upcoming episodes. Appreciate you. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Piggybacking off of what she said, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of times, and what's interesting for me, is that a lot of times we do come from this place of 
we want to dream. And people tell us all of our lives, oh, my God, be a dreamer. Don't give up your dreams, you know. And to be a dreamer means to walk around in the trance. Literally, a dream means to be in the trance-like state. That's literally the definition, to be in a trance. Um, daydreaming is walking around in a day trance, <laughs> right? Uh, right. Um, <laughs> think about it. It's like you're sleepwalking. Now, there's nothing wrong with having a dream, but at some point you have to you have to put the dream, you have to set the dream in its proper position, right, into perspective, and then you have to operate from a place of trying to achieve that, making it possible. How do you make it possible? Once you put it out there, like I said, you have to be like a child in the mm-hmm. sense of having a blind expectation that it will arrive, and then you start picturing it. You put yourself in a position of seeing yourself with it, how you're going to be when you get it, how it's going to feel when you get it. And then you make yourself open and available to new opportunities, new people. Now, i got so many examples really quick. We have another caller too. But I have so many examples of how I use the law of attraction on a day-to-day basis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, really quick. I use it for almost everything. Like, I will law of attraction myself parking spaces. If I want a good parking space, I'm driving, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to drive, and I get there. I'm going to have the best parking spot. Like, I'm going to be, it's going to be there. It's going to be waiting for me. It's going to be just, like, I'm going to have one. And when I pull up to work, 90% of the time, I have the exact parking space that I envisioned myself with that I wanted. Oh, my goodness. For real. I'm not joking. Got that type of power. But let me tell you, everybody who knows me say, wow, your your law of attraction, law of attraction for you works really quickly. They don't know the reason why it works quickly is because, and I don't know if this is my Aries nature, but I literally, Aries is like, you know, the first time. So it's, it's, we do have, um, we're equated to being childlike in that way. I walk around in the world expecting life to give me what I want. I really do expect it. I expect it. Because I said that I want it, and and sometimes the things that I don't want occur because I put too much energy in what I don't want, and I had to start telling myself. I used to I used to use the law of attraction in an adverse way, not knowing it. I had a luxury vehicle. I had a Jaguar, and that Jaguar was a beautiful nightmare. I say it all the time, okay, Santiago. That Jaguar was my dream. I wanted a Jaguar. I wanted a black Jaguar. I wanted the tan color interior. Got it. Now, in getting it, that car was a hell of a problem, okay? Almost every other chance it got, it was giving me problems. And I used to speak it over. Every time I came out of the mechanic shop, I'm like, oh, my God, next week it's going to have something else wrong. Like, I used to always talk trash. Like, <laughs> um, every time I get something fixed, here goes something else breaking down. And you know what? It honored it. It broke down. Mm. Every single time I spoke that. Here came something else, okay? So Mm. it kept doing it. It kept doing it. So then I had to say, you know what? We don't have enough money to keep having these types of problems, so you need to adjust your speech. You got to fix it. Mm. (laughs) So I had to tell myself, put things into perspective and say, every time I had a problem from then on out, because a lot of the stuff didn't stop occurring. So what I had to change was my view of how I was viewing it. So I started saying, you know what, when something broke down, I would say, 
I am so grateful that I have the money in my account to fix it. That would be my first thought. I would start going to that. So every time something bad that required money came up, I would always send out gratitude. I am so grateful Mm. that I have the money to cover that. Why? Because it's a vehicle. It's a car. I'm using it all the time. It's to need maintenance. That's just the truth, right? It felt like it was back to back to back, and a lot of times it was. But I am so grateful that I have the money to fix it. And when I start Mm. doing that, I notice something shifts. What shifts? Um, The thing that shifted was every time I had a car problem, I had the money to fix it. I did not have to wait. I did not have to wait, and that became more important. I didn't have to wait to get my car fixed. Right. Look at that. That's when you start to. uh, Mm -hmm. That's when you start to visualize that you wanted. You wanted a little pinto, and you got your pinto? Actually, it was more along the lines of a Honda. (laughs) But, yes, I got the Honda. Um, Uh, Let me tell you something. After having a Jaguar that needed so much stuff and all the the problems and the money that it took to to keep that upkeep, um, I would have gladly sang praises and kissed the pinto. You understand what I'm saying? Kiss the pinto. Um, okay. I would have kissed that pinto. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna play a quick commercial and then we're gonna call have our caller come on. Um, I wanna play right. another song. And <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna play I think this one is uh, appropriate. It's called Greedy and we'll be back in just a moment. Every time you leave me, babe, I can't wait to see you so I can Cause I know when I see you, babe, we are gonna end up going another round. Think I'm particular, maybe just a little bit. Because your love is superstar, I just can't get enough of it. I should just call you Mary Jane, cause you got my head in the air. Maybe I know you gotta go to work, but before you go there, I need And kissing you, baby. Oh, baby. Tell me, you what you do, it ain't fair. Matter of fact, girl, forget that. Just keep doing it, girl. Don't need you in front of the cover, girl. But under the cover, girl. Ooh, this connection's so strong. You're so much more than just my lover, girl. I want you All the worst can express right now Express right now 
whatever it was, it worked. I, I, I just tell you this. I want to say this because you seem like you can, for some reason, you mm-hmm. have uh, been able to bring things to you with your law of attraction or your ability to uh, have those things manifest whatever you want. And I, I don't want you to, and I'm going to say this because I know you got more on this topic. I don't want you to dream of me or visualize being with me. So that's going to be scary because it, it just seems like everything happens for you. <laughs> First of all, yeah, don't. Already, please do not dream of me. Huh? What are we talking about? You are hilarious. Um, okay, I'll be mindful. Um, not yes. to to put out any vibe in the law of attraction. Don't, don't look at my don't look at my pictures too long and all that type of stuff. And get a little oh moist and stuff. And I don't want you to start thinking of me. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? On that note, <laughs> next next thing I next thing I know for some uncontrollable <laughs> reason I'm driving to your house. I don't understand. <laughs> It'll not be because of me doing it, okay? Um, We have another caller, and I'm sure this person is just as bizarre. Um, 609-22. Hello, caller. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello. Um, Hey, hey. Yeah, it's me, Rio. So I I, uh, I actually got to the conversation late. Hey, how are you? Good, yeah, good. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? So, uh, so I got to the conversation late, but I think, uh, you know, I think the laws of attraction, I don't really think much about it. The way I look at it is I feel like time, you know, I feel like time is the most important aspect we have. So, you know, there was a, a great, there was a long period in my life where things was going great. And then I, and then there was times where, you know, it seemed like the bottom would fall out, right? And uh, you get, I would get frustrated. I would be like, you know, Lord, why is this not? You know, I'm writing things down. I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. You know, I'm praying. I'm doing everything that I need to do to try to get to where I need to be at. But then I realized, you know, I, I began to realize that little things, little nuances, were the, were the things that were keeping me down. And one of them was time management. I thought I had great time management until I took inventory of my day. And once when I took inventory of my day, I realized that there was little areas where I procrastinated, and that was like that was a prescription for me to lose lose focus. So I would say, okay, um, instead of starting my day at five, I would get up at like four or five, and I would sit there for about thirty minutes, just doing absolutely nothing. You know, and and if you add up the 30 minutes and the 15 minutes and all that stuff like that, it turns. You know, another thing I wanted to point out, I wanted to point out is I, I remember this story, and it was it was a story that uh that ET had told Eric Thomas, and it stuck with me for a, a, a good portion of time, and I think it's something that people should take into account. So he says it was a, a guy who wanted to see this guru, so. He wanted to be successful like this guru, and the guru said, "You want to be successful? You meet me at four o'clock in the mo- in the morning at the at the beach." So he goes and meets the guru at the beach. The guy is wearing uh, he's wearing sh- uh, a suit. He should wear shorts, but he wore a suit. So the guru is out on a boat in the water. He tells him, "Come in." The guy comes into the water. The guru tells him, "Come closer. You want to be you want to be successful, right?" 
The guy goes close to the guru. The guru takes his hand, shoves the guy underwater, holds him underwater. The guy's kicking and screaming, anything like that. Finally, the guru lets him up. And he said, when you are being submerged underwater, what is it that you want to do the most? The guy said, breathe. So he says, the moment you decide that you want to be successful, as much as you want to breathe, you'll become successful. And I think that's right there is what the laws of attraction is about. You know, I, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with daydreaming, because all all roads lead to success if you if you allocate it the right way. But I think that that right there is more important than the laws of attraction, because you don't need to be talented. I mean, you don't have to be intelligent. You don't have to you don't have to will things. All you have to do is work for it. That's it. It's just work. Surround yourself with people who are like-minded and treat every moment of your day. Don't waste any time, any moment, you know. And really quickly, I would say, if you was to take the time that it takes, most people will spend eight hours or more in front or better in front of a television, right? So if you take all that time that you take in front of that television that's doing nothing for you, and you was to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to go to the gym for this time, I'm gonna. If you want to start a business, take this amount of time to start. You know, to, to plan things. You'll get to where you gotta go. Because Steve Harvey, he was homeless, and he ended up going. And he he caught his break by being determined. People said he wasn't funny at all, and I don't think he's funny. I think he's kind of funny, but people were saying that he wasn't funny. But he kept going because he started surrounding himself with people like D.L. Hughley and other people and start making the most out of his time. And I think that's what we need to do. And that right there can work in relationships, businesses, anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually agree um, with most of what you said, Rio. You should. I appreciate you. You agree with all of it. Okay. Well, on that note, um, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to appreciate you For calling in um, And if you haven't mm-hmm. already Please share, follow um, Let other people know About Lady Vixen Radio Thank you for calling in Uh-huh uh, See you later Thanks, Rio Thanks, Rio um, What he said For what he said I'm going to I'm going to add to that Consistency he made a point. With consistency, you're mm-hmm. right. There's nothing wrong with daydreaming, right? There's nothing wrong with thinking about the thing that you want. Because um, I just said right. children do it all the time. But it's a certain type of thinking, right? If you're just going to sit back and just mm-hmm. dwell on it and never put yourself or position yourself to obtain it, you will always, always be just daydreaming, right? But consistency is required. So, for example, I knew that I wanted to be a I wanted to be a best-selling author. I wanted that, right? I wanted it so much that I wrote it down. I wrote it on um, in a book, and I was I'm really good with compiling to-do lists and things that I want, and, and then I write the big picture down, and then I write all of the little steps up under the big picture that it will require or that it will take, I research. So if, you know, if I have little steps, I'll research the big picture, and then I'll, um, I'll write down, I'm sorry, the big picture, and then I put little steps through my research on what it would take for me to become 
whatever it is I'm saying I want, okay? And in doing that, what I've noticed, one, there's a power in writing things down. There is a power in it like you would not believe. And I think there's a bigger power in writing it on actual physical pen to paper. Um, I think that's important. That's number one, right? Because then it puts your thoughts down. Your thoughts are no longer just in your in your head. They're tangible. You can reach out and touch those thoughts because you wrote them down. So I think that's important, right, um, to get that down yeah. so you can feel it. You can feel it. Now, that being said, mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I believe is consistency. Sometimes people say, well, I want to start a business. But if you ask them, well, what type of business do you want to start? Oh, I don't know. I know a few people who do that. Or I, I don't know. I just want to start this business and get it started. Well, you will always be in the I want to start a business phase because you will ne- you don't know what kind of business you want. You don't have no clarity, so you don't know where to start. You don't know where to research. You don't know what to do, right? Another thing, when people say, I want to start a business, they always think about the front end. They never think about the back end. The front end is what? You're spending all of this money to get logos and websites and company names and, the you know, all of this stuff, but you're not considering a budget for the back end, the budget to spend on marketing and promotion and advertisement. That is how you get the return of all of the investment you put in. A lot of us are only thinking about the beginning. I want the storefront. I want to go rent out the property. I got all of these banners. I got the grand opening banner. I got all of the product. And they did not think to add any money at all toward a budget to get people to look at what they put their money to. Think about that. Think about it. So that being said, you have to be consistently putting yourself in alignment with what you want by doing your homework. We go to work every single day for a boss. People go to work all day, and they they make their boss millions of dollars, millions of dollars making this boss rich. And guess what? We will refuse to put our own effort and energy. We refuse to um, put the same amount of energy into our own stuff. Yeah. How, can we, how, how can you live like that? If you're willing to go to right. work and bust your butt every day, 40 hours a week, sometimes more than that, for a boss, for somebody else to lord over top of you, and you're not willing to give yourself the same amount of energy, let me tell you, when I left, and this is the biggest, and I'll, I'll let this be my last law of attraction story really quickly about myself. So I worked in a finance department for a company, and in working for this, this company, um, I was depressed. It was a male-dominated company, and I was depressed. They wouldn't talk to you unless you were doing really well. They, you know, all of this stuff, right? And I literally contemplated, and this is a real thought. At the time, I felt so dismal, and I felt so sad, and I felt so depressed that um, suicide kept coming up. And I'm like, yo, this can't be my life. This cannot be the end of me. I cannot just get up and come to a job that I hate every single day and this be my life. It it just can't. I don't want it to be. So I I decided, you know what, I have to change my thoughts. 
I knew since I was eight years old that I wanted to be a writer because it's something magical about being able to give people a story and they fall in love with it and they believe it and they talk to the pages and they feel what you're wanting them to feel. Something magical about that, right? So I decided, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to take the blog that I started. I'm going to turn it into an online magazine. I'm going to give myself six months to get my dream off the ground. So long story short, I compiled a list of what I needed to accomplish my goal. I said, how much, how much rent do I have to pay? How much does it cost me to pay my rent for six months so that I can have six months without worrying about rent? I found out how much I needed to pay on my car. I paid my car off. I then started coming to work where the job was now, the job was no longer the end all of me, right? The job became the resource I needed to use to get my dream off the ground. So now my job had a mission and it had to work for me. I had to make it work for me. So I paid off all my bills, long story short. And right when I got to the six month mark and I'm like, oh man, I'm going to have to go and get another job because things were a little shaky at first. I signed with the publisher that I was with. And in signing with that publisher, he promised, he said, if you give me some time, I'm going to make you money. And I said, okay. Right? First check came in. The book was only published for a day. And first check, one month later, that first check for that day came in, and it was like 20 bucks. My publisher didn't want to give me my $20. I had to call him and say, listen, give me my $20. I need you to understand, that $20 represents somebody spending their, their money on my my books, okay? So after that check came in, next check the following month came in that I think was about 1500 Next one after that was like 2500 And after that, and it started to grow, and it became so I was making insanely good money, thousands of dollars, more than four times what I was making at a regular nine-to-five, four times that, okay, mm. in a month. Thanks. And it became consistent every month. And mm-hmm. I said, I put down on that paper before I left that job that I want to be a best-selling author. I said to myself, I want to be an award-winning um, um, magazine at the time, blog. I said, all of the things I wanted to do. Full circle, one year passed, I found the notebook. And I'm looking at the notebook. And my book, especially my Your Husband, My Man series, that became the book that launched everything, okay? Ten books later, a year later, ten books in, my books were hitting Amazon All-Star, um, which is the best-selling book inside of Amazon at, in one month. I was surpassing Wendy Williams, Stephen King, um, all of these authors that I look up to, my books were surpassing them. I didn't realize the power in that. My blog, Urban Fiction News, won awards, okay? Everything I put down there, I looked, and I'm like, yo, I accomplished that. And I didn't even think about it after I wrote it down. You understand what I'm saying? We have another caller. I want to put them on because I feel goosebumps, actually. I love this topic, too, Cassandra, if you're still listening. I love this topic. Um, because it always gives me like a new, a new, it's like charging my battery. We have a caller, 202-53. Hello, caller. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Please state your name. 
Hey. Uh, my name is Chanel or AC. How are you tonight? We're, we're really good. How are you? Good, good. I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Um, I'm calling in because I'm a person that really believes in the energy exchange and what you put out into the universe, you'll get back and things like that. And I remember when the book, The Secret, came out, what was that, maybe about eight or nine years ago, and people were mm-hmm. writing affirmations and doing vision boards. But it was never minus, you know, you were never not supposed to put action behind it. It was more or less, um, it was more or less speaking positivity into your life, you know, Mm -hmm. being your own cheerleader, championing yourself and being open to that. Because some people are negative, they're pessimistic, they see the glasses half full, and you'll start to Mm -hmm. believe that stuff and manifest it. You won't have the drive or the energy to put the work behind it. So I think a lot of times people, when they think about the laws of attraction, they call it hooey, they think, oh, you can't write these things down and imagine them, but that's never what it was about. It was about putting yourself in a position, in a place where you can receive those things. Like, you can't be a person that hangs around drug dealers and not have that kind of energy in your life. So Mm -hmm. what it's more or less saying is leaving yourself open to positivity. Tell yourself positive things. Believe that you're going to have those things. Work toward those Mm -hmm. things. Not just write them down and say, okay, I'm going to write this down. I'm going to believe this, and it's going to happen. You can't do anything without action. So it was good that I heard all of you guys kind of talk about that because it gets lost in the conversation sometimes. And if you don't put the work behind it, it's just not going to happen. But it's never minus the work. It's just more of a framework of how you are, you know, going about the process of what you're trying to do. Just be positive. You know, be open to that energy. Leave low-lying, sketchy, bad energy alone. Like, you have to be your biggest champion and cheerleader. So I love laws of attraction, but it was never minus putting any work behind it. And that's all I wanted to say. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's been a while since we've heard you. I appreciate you calling in. Um, yes. And, and really quickly, um, to that, to what um, she just said, it's true. We can't, we cannot operate in a place of just dreaming. That's why I said a lot of people are surrounded also by dreamers. I, I love people who have dreams right? But I try not to stay too close. I never stand too close to the dreamer. A dreamer who stays in a dreamlike state, a dreamer who stays in a trance is not a person I typically stand too close to. Why? Because I don't want to be pulled into their vortex because it's a vortex. Um, and, And it'll be a vortex of just dreaming, a pool of dreams that will never become anything. And that becomes a problem for a person like me. I am a doer. I dream things. I want things. I want grand things. You understand what I'm saying? I want the kind of things that, because I've lived and I've seen certain things, and I've seen how, working in the insurance industry, I've seen elderly people debate on if they're going to pay their life insurance or legit eat cat food that month. I've seen that, right? I do not want to be a part of that life. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. I don't want it for my children. I don't want it for, you understand? I don't want any of that. I don't want that. So in that, in saying that, I know that I have to put action behind 
the things that I want. I have, that's what I mean by saying when I get the big idea, I have to now align myself with making that happen. So when you do it that way, it kind of opens you up. You have to be open to meeting people, to getting new ideas. You cannot be so closed-minded, so stuffy, so negative in your thoughts that you will allow yourself to just stay in a dreamlike state. Think about it. How long, and I'm going to ask everybody who's listening, how long have you been sitting around dreaming about the same thing but not taking any action at all toward the dream? And if it is you, I implore you in 2020, let's stop talking about it. Let us set the dream down, put it into perspective, right? But then after you get it into perspective, I implore you all, to open your mind up, to write it down, to let, allow yourself to see it, right? If you want to write the paper down and stick it to a vision board, do that. But then take action by putting and looking and researching the things that it's going to take for you to get there, and then piece by piece, piece by piece, little by little, be consistent. Consistently love yourself and love your dreams enough to want them to become a reality. Love yourself to want them to become a reality. Do not allow yourself to let another year go by where you do not reach out and touch the thing that is your heart's desire. If love is your heart's desire, stop being grumpy. Stop walking around with a chip on your shoulder. Start cleaning up some of the baggage. Let people go that are in your life that are holding you back. Let go of past relationships. Start finding inner healing from from past situations. Allow yourself to heal from the bitterness that an ex may have left you in, right? If you have abandonment issues, realize that you have to fix those issues before you want to invite a new person in and remove some of the clutter, emotional clutter that you have that is preventing you from meeting the next person. You keep attracting the same type of people because you refuse to let those people go. Let them go. And then you will be able to say, I can allow love can can come here. You know, who wants to be, you're attracting people who don't, you know, who are just equally minded as you. Um, And you're staying stuck in that space of never being happy and getting your heart broken and all of those things because you refuse to let, you refuse to clean out your old baggage. If it's money you want, start being more fiscally responsible. And what do I mean by that? It doesn't mean saving necessarily, but start making better choices. Um, invest. Find little investments. I belong to a, a money investment group called Money Lion. I appreciate Money Lion, where they invest your money for you, and you don't know what you're doing. It's like a savings, and you can borrow against it if you need to in time of crisis. But for the most part, start making better decisions, and then allowing yourself to be open-minded enough to receive new things so that it can lead you to where you need it to lead you. Would you agree with that, Santiago? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I didn't say a word while you were doing it, saying all this because, you know, this is something probably a lot of people need to hear. Um, mm-hmm. If they already know, sometimes reinforce those thoughts. Um, at the end of this year, you know, it's a great show for the end of the year. Going into the new year, and I w- what I would always say is, you know, don't don't wait for the new year. Start now. 
you know, start mm-hmm. taking those steps now so you can go right into the new year with, you know, with the new vigor, the new, the new mindset that you're going to make changes, that you're going to do some of these things that you have dreamed of, you have uh, thought of, you have, you know, changed into, you know, visualizing these things. You know, I like to, I like to say, and it's something like a, a dream is a mere fantasy. So visualize it so you can really truly see it. So, you know, mm-hmm. you got to start visualizing it so you can see it happening, see, see it manifest. And, you know, to to really, you know, thinking about it and dreaming about it and, you know, just like a, the caller said, and we agree, it's still a good thing to daydream or to think about it constantly because those thoughts, if you constantly are thinking about it, you will start taking those steps when you see certain things mm-hmm. come into your in your in, into your into your direction or into into your uh into your line. Um so sometimes, you know, sometimes you just kinda of keep thinking about it and one day, you know, it's it's just you soaking it into your subconscious that some of these things do come towards you, you know, opportunities do come towards you or you see them because you're constantly thinking about them. So it mm-hmm. could be something that you need need you know, it could be something that you read in a paper that you may have needed from somebody else, another company or something to start your business or, you know, an idea right. of a building, like you said, or something that, oh, wow, that's the perfect building. Um, because you're okay. thinking about it, now you see the building. You know, if you're not thinking about it, out of sight, out of right. mind. But in your in your mind, you will see it. But anyway, it's, that's, um, this is great. And, that's, and it's, you know, I mean, I can see you're very passionate about it because you have plenty of experiences that you can you can actually attest to that this way of thinking and this way of believing has, you know, put you in a place that you are in. I have stories as well. We both have, mm-hmm. you know, with our writing and even this show and, you know, my screenwriting and everything, you know, but you just got to keep plugging away and believing and just, you know, those things will happen if you really, really, you know, I always like the saying of, you know, um, if you're, if it's really, truly in your heart and mind, the world will conspire for you to get it, to make it happen. So, you know, if you really got it deep in your heart and your mind and it connects to your spirit, the world will conspire with you to make it happen. Believe that because it Absolutely. happened to me. And one of the, the last things, and I will I left this for last on purpose, um, is one of the biggest ways you can become successful is by eliminating doubt and fear. A lot of us are fearful of reaching a place of success, not because we don't think it can happen. A lot of us are afraid of it happening. (laughs) And that sounds so bizarre. It sounds so crazy to to think of, right? But a lot of us are scared of becoming successful. I know so many people who want to stay in this small space. They want a business, but they don't want that many customers. Why? Because they feel they will become overwhelmed with success and it will fail because they were too successful. Now, how do, you, how do you eliminate that happening? All you have to do when you feel a fear of being successful, um, one is once you reach a place of, think about it, if you're successful, if you got orders coming in, if you started a business and you're making money, now all you have to do is expand your mind to say, I want to attract more help. It's not, you don't. You don't reduce yourself in size. You expand yourself in size. So now your thoughts have to become bigger because what you wanted is coming to pass. So everybody who I have Mm -hmm. ever met, one thing that they can say about me is that she does it 
whether it fails or she thinks it's going to fail or is not going to fail. I do it. I go after what I want. And if it does so happen to fail, it's never a loss. I never lose. The only thing that occurs with me is I don't take losses. I learn lessons. So what I did before, if it didn't work, I now know that it doesn't work. So now I know how to maneuver when I go and try it again. Because trust and believe, a sister will always, and I do mean always, try again. So on that note, (laughs) I'd like to say Mm -hmm. I thank everybody who took a moment to listen in, to tune in, to call in, to comment that we didn't even get to read. I appreciate you all. Tonight, I felt on fire. I love this kind of topic. I think it was very timely and on point. Um, We might want to touch this topic at some later point as well. But thank Mm -hmm. you. Thank you, everybody. Tune in on Tuesday. Tell a friend. If you like the show, you can always replay all of our old shows by going to our um, blogtalkradio.com slash number one Lady Vixen Radio. You can listen to all of our episodes. Play them back. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. We will see you next week. Love you all, and happy holidays. Santiago, your last uh, bit of speech. <laughs> yes, yes. Thanks to everybody to call. Thanks to the comments. Uh, a special happy birthday, belated birthday. Shout out to Miss Jane Johnson. And, um, yo, happy new year. See y'all soon. Happy new year. And on that note, peace. Peace. Thank you for listening and tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, peace. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.